Precious Lord, take my hand, lead me on, let me stand. I am tired, I am weak, I am warm. Through the storm. Lead me on through the light. Take my hand. Thank you, precious Lord, and lead me on. Yes, Lord, my Lord, my Lord. When my way grows drear, precious Lord. Thank you. Linger near when my life is almost gone. Hear my cry. Precious Lord, and lead me on. When the darkness appears and the night draws near and the day is past and Precious Lord, and lead me home. Mm. At the to take my hand. 
Father God, because we know that you are more than capable yes, to handle it. Thank you, Jesus, Thank you. take the wheel. Precious Lord, take my hand. Mm -hmm. Lead me home. Let me stand. For we grow weary and tired, Lord yes, God. Jesus. We grow weak. Mm -hmm. But in your word, Father God, we are strong. My Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for giving us this place to worship. We praise your name today, Father God, because we know that you won't place any more on our shoulders than we can bear. So we thank you for lightening our load, Lord God, because we are traveling light this week, Father God. We thank you for your holy word that will go forth on today. We thank you for the icing on the cake and the cherry on top. With the cool whip, Lord God, to go with the sprinkles on top. We thank you, Lord God, for just sealing the deal. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, 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 amen. Amen. We have had some church up in here today. We have had some sermons. We have had some testimonies. We have had some messages. We have had some songs. The enemy tried to shut me down, but I had to let him know that I can do this by Christ, through Christ, and in him I shall win. Amen, mm. amen. Come on now. We already have the victory. Have yes. He's already been defeated. Yes. All we got to do is just walk it out. Walk All it we got to do is yes. just walk the path yes. that God has placed us on. It don't matter what mess we might be in, focus on the mission because yes. that's what's most yes. important. Focus on the mission. Our mission is to preach the word, That's it. to preach the gospel, yeah. to preach the truth, mm -hmm. and that we shall do. By his stripes, we are already healed. So you may as well just call on Jesus whenever you're feeling right. weak. Call on yes. Jesus whenever you're not feeling weak. Mm -hmm. Call on him anyhow. Call him on the good times. Oh, call him on the bad yeah. times. Yeah. Call him in the rain. Oh. Call him in the sunshine. Call on him. Whatever you do, just don't mm -hmm. stop calling on his right. name. <laughs> Today, we focus on the mission. Yes, Forget about the mess from yesterday. Okay. Forget about the mess you might fight and face tomorrow. The mission is to preach the gospel. And that's yes. what we're going to talk about today. Briefly, we're going to talk about Paul's journey and his quest, his compelled, his, 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 his motivation to be compelled to preach the gospel, even to people who didn't trust him. Let us stand for a moment, <clears throat> go into our word today. We're going to start out with Acts chapter 20, verses 22 through 24. And then we're going to go to Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8. Acts chapter 20. Verse 22 through 24. 
in Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8. You have it, say amen. Amen. And now I am bound by the Spirit to go to Jerusalem. I don't know what awaits me except that the Holy Spirit tells me in city after city that jail and suffering lie ahead. But my life is worth nothing to me unless I use it for finishing the work assigned me by the Lord Jesus. The work of telling others the good news about the wonderful grace of God. Amen. Isaiah 6 and 8. Then I heard the Lord asking, whom shall I send as a messenger to his people? <laughs> Who will go for us? I said, here I am. Come on now. Send me. Amen. You may be seated in this process. <laughs> Paul was not concerned about so much of his life as he was his mission. He knew that trouble awaited him along the journey, but he didn't let that stop him because he knew that the Holy Ghost was with him. God would give him warning on what was going to happen wherever he reclined. <clears throat> Paul was compelled by the Spirit to go into places where he wouldn't be welcome with open arms because he used to not practice Christianity. So people didn't trust that he really was a true follower of Christ because of his past life. How many people keep judging you based on your past life? Well, well. They're not looking at the possibility. They're not looking at how you've changed and, and how you've been molded and shaped into the image of Christ each day. They're just looking at what you used to do. Paul knew what was going to happen before he even arrived. So the Spirit prepared him both spiritually and physically for the journey ahead. Now, what would you do if you knew you were going to be faced with the situation when you got to your destination, would you go? No. If God told you that you was going to be put in jail and perhaps beat up, would you go? If God told you you was going to be robbed and left for dead, would you go? If God told you that you wasn't going to have a good time at that party, would you go? My Lord. Some people will come up with a lame excuse instead of a good reason. All right. Not to go. But will you go? God sends you. My God. I don't want no trouble, so I'm just going to go the opposite way. <laughs> like our brother Jonah did. Mm. And he ended up yeah. worse off yeah. because he disobeyed God. God didn't kill him. He didn't let him die. He just let him stew in his mess just a little bit with all the other stuff that that whale had swallowed, as, we, as some people call it, but we know it's a big fish. Mm. He had to stew in all that stuff that that big fish had eaten. Can you imagine sloshing around with bits and pieces of fish and other fragments and other stuff that came from the ocean? Can you imagine having to <coughs> stew in that mess for three days? 
Really? But God didn't kill him. He said, I'm not going to kill you this time. I'm going to give you another chance to go and do what I asked you to do. Now go to Nineveh. I know you mad at them people over there, and I know they hurt you, and I know that they are sinners, and I know they don't want to hear it, but go anyway. Because when you do what I tell you to do, grace covers you. So you have to watch whose voice you listen to, because a lot of people hear a lot of things, and they hear a voice, but most often they don't hear God's voice. They listen to their flesh. They want to go where they want to go. They want to say what they want to say and do what they want to do, but God says not to. Or God says to go, so would you go if you knew you was going to face jail? If you knew you were going to be in prison? Beat up, beat down, tossed around, mistreated, misused and abused, would you go? I would because Jesus said to go. Paul didn't go to every destination cussing and fighting. He just went. When he said yes to Jesus on the road to Damascus, he said yes to Jesus completely. He didn't say yes to Jesus only if it's convenient. He didn't say yes to Jesus only if it's part time. He didn't say yes to Jesus only if I'm going to be safe. He said, I'll go. Isaiah said, I'm going to go because if you send me, I'll go. Who else is going to go in my place? Paul didn't go cussing and screaming and kicking and biting and fighting. He said, I'm going. Come on. Y'all going with me? Because I have to be about my father's business. I have to go and preach the gospel. I have to go to Jerusalem. I know they're waiting on me there. And I know it's not going to be pretty when I get there, but that's all right because I know God is with me. Many times we disobey God because we are so focused on trying to satisfy people. Word to the wise, you will never be able to satisfy people. Amen. Because people are flawed. You will never be able to satisfy everybody all the time. Everybody is not going to like you everywhere you go. I don't care how nice and kind you are. I don't care how giving you are. I don't care how merciful you are. They're still not going to like you. So get over it. If God says to go, then go. Paul was bold. He just told it like it was. He didn't sugarcoat the gospel. He didn't say, oh, the Lord is good. And his mercy endures forever. God loves you. Paul said, if you don't repent, you're going to hell. My Lord. All right. Come on now. Repent or die. Jesus or the devil. Your choice. He didn't sugarcoat it. He didn't say, well, if you try to do it, this no, if you don't follow Jesus, you're subject to hell. Mm -hmm. If you don't do what God says to do, you're subject to judgment. If you don't follow God's commands, then grace may not follow you all the days of your life. So Paul didn't preach this nice, nice message. So people didn't like him. Not many people followed him because he was too hard. His words were too harsh. They weren't sweet enough. They weren't kind enough. But you could understand exactly what Paul was saying. Amen. Repent for the Lord is at hand. <laughs> the chosen people, if they don't accept Jesus Christ, they're going to hell. 
It's not hard. We make it hard because we don't want to hear the truth. That's why the church is empty. It ain't because we have church at 2 o'clock. If I was passing out free mimosas at 2, from 2 to 3, and hundred dollar bills, the line would be around the corner. Amen. But I'm passing out Jesus. Don't nobody want to hear that. Because I give you the truth. <coughs> and nothing but the truth. So help me God. Paul ruffled a lot of feathers when he preached the gospel, but he didn't care. He didn't care if they didn't like what he had to say because being nice is not helping them to be free. <coughs> the truth Amen. is what sets you free. Yes, it right. Is. Right. Yes, it is. And they right. shall know the truth, and the truth yes, shall true. make them free. But if you don't know what that truth is, how can you live a free life? Amen. How can you live a life always wondering about what people are thinking about you? Who cares what they think about you? What does Jesus think about you? Does God love you? How do you know? You better talk to me. You ain't got to love me, baby. That's right. Because Jesus died on the cross, and that was love enough for me. So you ain't got to like me, baby. That's all right, because Jesus liked me enough to think about me, to die for me, so he loved me more than he liked me. Because it wasn't like that's going to get me in the right. It's love. Amen. God called us to preach the gospel. We are all ministers in some way. Everybody don't have to do the same thing to be heard. You don't have to be a pastor to be heard. You just have to have a word on the inside that God has yes, given you. Yes, yes. And you can share that word. You can share the gospel with your neighbor, with your friend, with your girlfriend, with your sons and daughters. You can share the gospel wherever you go. You don't have to have a title. You just have to have Jesus. And Paul had the Holy Spirit behind him. Mm-hmm. Each time I thought about folding the church because we didn't get enough participation. God led me to scripture. Do not despise these small beginnings. My Lord. Come on now. <laughs> For the Lord rejoices to see the work yes, begin. Yes, yes. We have begun the work, y'all. Mm-hmm. This is just the beginning. Sure, it's a small beginning, but nonetheless, it's a beginning. And then I kept hearing this prophetess say I was supposed to be a pastor. And then the pastor that I was underneath said, you just wait until you put this robe on. You'll see what it's like. I'm like, oh, I ain't doing that. <laughs> so it's like they knew I was destined to be in this position. I didn't call myself. God did. Right. I would have never chosen this life right. for me. Right. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, I want to be a basketball coach. That's where I wanted to be. I would have never chosen this life for me. I would have never chosen this journey. Had I known what the middle was going to look like, mm-hmm. I would have pulled the Jonah. My Lord. Mm-hmm. He didn't tell me it was going to be like this. Amen. He didn't tell me I was going to struggle with membership. He didn't tell me people were going to abandon me because they didn't want to hear the truth. He didn't tell me people were going to leave me. He didn't tell me people were going to betray me. He didn't tell me people were not going to like me. My Lord. And I'm a likable person. Mm. He didn't tell me I can give and give and give and give and never get back. He didn't tell me those, those things. So why do I do it? Because like Paul, I'm compelled to do it. Amen. I have to, to preach the gospel. I have to deliver the message of hope. Mm-hmm. And if not this vehicle, then where? But God has given us a platform to be heard, to minister 
to one another, to support one another, to encourage one another, to lift each other up. Yes, yes. That's what we're here to do. Iron sharpening iron. Yes, we're yes. being prepared for the bigger picture. But while we wait in the middle, we got to wait in faith. Amen. So we have to be compelled to focus on the mission, not the mess. Right, right. We have to be compelled to focus on what God has called us to do, not what we see, but where we're going. That's the most important part. And as you get closer to the journey, the enemy turns up the heat. Yes, Lord. <laughs> the bigger the battle, the bigger the blessing. My Lord. So you must oh, be getting Lord. real close. <laughs> you must be getting real close. Because anytime you just get right there on the edge, the enemy turns up the heat. So you can turn around and go back. God says no. Focus on the mission. Yes, My Lord. Yes, yes. Focus on the gospel. Mm-hmm. Don't focus on your situation. Amen. Call on my name. My, Lord. my name is Jesus. Amen. And I can fix it. Yes, he can. God don't want to see us sugarcoat his message all the time. Exhortation is wonderful. Mm -hmm. But I need to know a healing scripture when my body is in pain. I need to know a prayer and war scripture when I'm having to fight and battle with this flesh. I need to know that Jesus is Lord. I need to know that by his stripes I am healed. I need to know these things. Polypop message is all right. I don't want no Kool-Aid. I need a gin and coke. How about that? I need something stronger than that. I need a strong word from the Lord. I don't need this Kool-Aid stuff. Amen. Amen. That ain't helping nobody. Amen. Sometimes you got to be the pulpit. You got to beat it. But not to beat you up. Right, right. To help you prepare for battle. Yes. Because it's a spiritual warfare going on. And the enemy ain't playing with us. My Lord. And if we don't start preparing our people, they're going to perish for the lack of knowledge. Yes, yes. So we have to be serious about our mission here at Church of the Solid Rock. That's why these doors remain open, because I'm serious about my mission. I'm compelled to do it because the Spirit is with me. And he has promised that he will stay with me. So I have to stay in the fight. Yes, the enemy will attack. Yes, the weapon will form. Yes, you will go through problems. No, God didn't promise us an easy life. He promised us salvation. If life were easy then we'd all be successful at it. Amen. Even Jesus had to go through life. So we are not without discount. Paul carried the word of God in his heart. Jeremiah said it's like fire. I can't contain it. I gotta, I gotta speak it. I gotta say it. I gotta preach it. I gotta teach it. If I don't, it's gonna make me sick if I don't get it out of my system. So we cannot allow the enemy to shut us up because that's what he wants to do. Shut us up. But he's a liar. Amen. God said it. I believe it. Amen. That settles it. It's a done deal. Jesus sealed our salvation yes, he when did. he rose from the dead. Yes, yes, Lord. With all power. All power of heaven and earth in his hands. So like Jesus, we have to be about our father's business. And like Paul, we have to complete our mission. <coughs> The message of salvation is so vitally important to so many people who don't get a chance to hear it like we hear it. They don't get it like we get it at Sea Rock. We may not have a crowd of people, but we know each Sunday we come, Jesus is here. And the word says, where two or three gather in my name. 
I am in the midst of them. Paul didn't care about his suffering in jail. Paul and Silas prayed one night when they were in jail. They prayed and sang so much so until it shook the heavens. And it shook the gates wide open and freed all the prisoners. The jailer even got saved. His old family got saved because he received the fellowship of Christ. So it didn't stop Paul because he was in jail. Paul still preached the gospel. He had two jailers next to him. So do you know Jesus? Paul was short man. So do you know Jesus? <laughs> do, do you know Jesus? You want to know who this Jesus is? He's the Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's the first and the last. He's my healer. He's my comforter. He's my protector. He's my lover. He's my will in the middle of meal. Well, he is my shelter in the time of storm. He is my all and all. Yes, he is. Do you know who this Jesus is? My Lord. Let me introduce him to you. Bound in chains, but freed by the blood. The Holy Spirit showed Paul what he'd go through. But Paul went anyway. So it doesn't matter what you're going through today. Go anyway. Amen. It doesn't matter what the enemy throws at you. Go anyway. It doesn't matter how many curved balls he throws at you. Get you a good glove and throw it right yes. back at you with the word of God. Yes. No yes. weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every tongue that rises up against me in judgment, thou shalt condemn. Because yes. Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes. And there ain't nothing you can do with me, devil. Amen. But just Come leave me alone. Amen. The word of God is more powerful than the enemy's tactics. Amen. Jesus defeated him in the desert. Yes, he did. So anytime we face the enemy, we put that word on it. Anytime you face sickness, put that word on it. Anytime you face danger, put that word on it. It doesn't matter what it is. If you put the word on it, the word will kill it. The word covers you. His grace and mercy is with us. Amen. So like Paul, we have to be compelled. We have to be compelled. Are you compelled? Amen. Will you go the extra mile? Amen. Will you walk even though you have a pebble in your shoe? Yeah. Will you still walk anyway? Will you be like Jacob, walk with a limp? Mm. I ain't going to leave till you bless me. Mm. Will you be like David, restore me? Will you be like Jonah, regurgitate me out of the belly of that well so that I can go on my mission and do what you have asked me to do? I know sometimes we feel like a failure. I know I feel like a failure sometimes because we want life to go well. We don't want all these bumps in the road. We don't want all these pebbles in our shoes. We don't want all these speed bumps. We want to just go. But sometimes God has to put us in a place to where we can listen. And it's not always a comfortable place either. Right now, you might be on the back side of the mountain. Yes, Lord. But oh, that burning bush is going to call you one yes, day. Jesus. And you're going to go to that blessed ground, that holy ground. You're going to take your sandals off because that ground that you stand on will be holy ground. And God will speak to you Amen. through the fire of the Holy Spirit. Yes, yes. So don't give up. Lord. Don't fret. Don't you be afraid. Don't you even worry about what the enemy has thrown at you. Don't focus on the mess, but be inspired by the mission. Amen. Be appalled in this situation. 
be compelled to preach the gospel. Go. If God says go, don't you do what Swang and them tell you to do. If God says to go, you go. Because that's a commandment from the Lord. If he says go here or go there, that's, what, that's exactly what you do. You may not necessarily like where you end up, but as long as the Holy Spirit is with you, grace will cover you. Amen. Will you use your life for God's work? Amen. Will you obey? I like Paul, I consider my life to be worth nothing unless I use it for God's work. Amen. Amen. If I'm not using it for God's work, I'm not using my purpose. Mm. If I stop preaching today, then I will be going against what God has asked me to do. If I close the doors of the church, I will disobey God and end up in the belly of a big church. It ain't happening. God showed me the beginning and the end. He didn't show me the middle part. (laughs) I'm like, God, you tell me we're going to be like this. I thought we were going to go and do that thing. God was like, yeah, you are. I'm glad you started the work. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But you didn't tell me I was going to go from here to there and then try to rent space and, and, and try to get people to come and, and try to promote the church. He said, that's all right. You started the work. The people that have come through these doors, they came in wounded. And we just packed them up and sent them out. People who hadn't been to church in years, who had given up on God, actually. We fed them when they needed to be fed. This was a place of <coughs> refuge when they needed a place to go. Mm-hmm. When they had no other choice. Right. When they didn't know which way to turn, they came to Solid Rock. Mm-hmm. When they had no one to pray for them or with them or to help them, they turned to Solid Rock. When they had no place to feel safe in their spirit, they turned to Solid Rock. When they had no idea that God loved them in spite of themselves, Amen. they turned to solid rock. Amen. My Lord. Amen. They realized that the table is open for everyone who wanted to come. Not because you were belonging to a specific denomination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus said the table is open for all who wish to receive. So they came to solid rock. Well, Pastor, I think I've been called a priest. They came to Solid Rock. Well, Pastor, I need some teaching. They came to Solid Rock. Well, Pastor, I need some hope. They came to Solid Rock. Well, Pastor, my mom is down in the hospital. Can you go pray? They came to Solid Rock. So we are very relevant. Don't you think just because these seats are empty Mm -hmm. that we're not relevant? Because when they really need a word from the Lord, they call Pastor Jeffrey. They They don't call Bishop Dick. They don't call Joe Osteen. They don't call Paula White. They don't call Barbara Bush. They don't call Barack Obama. They call Pastor Jackson. I need a word from the Lord. Can you pray for my family? Can you go see him at the hospital? Can can I borrow $5,000? Can I do it? They come and see Pastor Decker because they know Pastor Decker is covered by the blood and I can deliver the goods. My Lord. My Lord. Not because I'm good. Amen, amen. Just because you don't see them here, don't mean my phone don't ring. This battle is real, y'all. Yes, ma'am. Don't you think it ain't? Mm 
Mm. And the enemy don't like us. As a matter of fact, he hates God's people. Mm. He wants to kill us. Do you know do you understand what that means? He wants to see us die forever. So he's gonna do everything he can to get us to turn around and turn away from God. But don't you do it. Don't you go back to them old ways. <laughs> don't you do it. I don't care what your life looked like yesterday. If he is, what does it look like today? Amen. Amen. Every day he gives us new mercy. Yes, he does. Every day he gives us white space. Mm. Every day we get a clean slate called Amen. grace. Amen. That's it. This is what the world does to us. Mm-hmm. But this is what God does to us. Amen. They say all the bad people are dead. Mm-hmm. I beg to differ. I think there are more good people dead than bad. Amen. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. But all in all, God is good. He's still good. And his mercy endureth forever. And ever. And ever. And ever. And ever. So don't focus on the mess. Be inspired by the mission. Whatever God has called you to do, do it. Doesn't matter what your friends think. Doesn't matter what your family thinks. They'll get over it. Build a bridge and get over it if they don't. I used to think I was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God ain't calling nobody like you to preach the gospel. What you mean? You better be calamity. He's going to strike you down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Five yeah. years later, well, you know, you're doing what God has asked you to do. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't need you to tell me that because mm-hmm. I listened to God. Had I listened to you, I never would have right. gone to, into preaching. I never would have started this church. I never would have dared to stand before people. Amen. And declare Jesus is Lord, being who I am. (laughs) But I know what God said to me that day when I was seeking him. And I know what he said to me about building this church when I sought him. I know what he promised me. He said, that's your land over there. Go pray over it. Done deal. Take a photo, do the research. Yes, amen. That's your property. Now, I don't know when you're going to take possession of it. But I promise you that land, and it's yours. Mm-hmm. It's tucked away and hidden in a great spot. Amen. Yes, it is, Lord. Yes, it is. So don't worry about what your situation is today. Focus on the mission. Your mission is to preach the gospel. Amen. Why do you think your life has been so challenging? Paul had a good life until he met Jesus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Paul did what he wanted to do. He was <laughs> had a good life. He was educated, smart, <laughs> and then he met Jesus. Yeah. Boy, now that life changed, didn't it? Like, dang, what happened to all the good life I used to have? My life was fine before I met you. What do you mean? You got eternal life. So don't feel bad about your situation. Like first lady said, we all human. Mm-hmm. We've all done things that we may not necessarily be proud of. That's mm-hmm. all right. That's all right. God is still on the throne. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you for forgiving me mm-hmm. yes. of my errors this week. Yeah. I'm just gone and telling somebody they, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can so I thank God for his grace and mercy. Amen. And I thank God that I have continued to focus on my mission. The enemy is real busy mm-hmm. because we are so close to our journey. We are so close to that victory. We are, we are right there, y'all. Right there. We right here. Mm. Don't throw in the towel. Amen. Don't give up. We're almost there. And I know it may not look like it. I bet you when Noah was building the ark, he was like, man, you know, right? Who ran that? Why am I building this big old boat? Mm. For real? Ain't no rain in the desert? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you mean it's going to come a flood? Ain't no flood. Mm-hmm. And where am I going to get the trees to build a boat? Really? <coughs> God says, I have unlimited resources. So when it's time, we'll build it. I'm just glad to see the work of God. So this week, we're going to focus on the mission. Amen. We're not going to focus on the mess that the enemy tries yes, to put Lord. us in. Because let me tell you, my Thank week wasn't the best Jesus. either. The enemy threw everything he could at me, and then some. I mean, everything he could think up, everything he could dig up. I said, really? So you feel like that now, God? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, okay. So what God said to do is to be quiet. Be still and know. Not only did I get the victory, the battle was won. God just keeps on doing it. Do y'all believe God will do it for us? You know, every time there's a victory, you can expect the enemy to be mad about it. Because he don't want no unity in the family. That's his job. If he can divide the family, oh, he, he got the whole house. But y'all dare to kick him to the curb and show forth unity? OMG. The things that will happen in the universe once everything is lined up. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. So don't you fret. Don't you be afraid. That's right. Come on now. Don't you quit. Oh, man. You focus on the mission. Amen. What did God say? Mm. That's what He meant. Do y'all believe God's word today? Amen. Oh, amen. Yes, Lord. Do you do you really believe God? Amen. Because you know we we talk about God a lot. And we say we believe Him, but when hard times come, <laughs> God, you said. <coughs> remember what you said? I don't see it. I said, just be still and know. Because I've already worked out the solution. So you take your hands off of it and you give me the will. Precious Lord, take our hands. Jesus, you take the will. Give us strength. Give us fighting power. Keep our full armor on. 
and fight with the Holy Ghost power. Amen. 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 God is good today, every day, yesterday, tomorrow, and forevermore. His goodness never runs out.